Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yeah, man, beam me up. What's going on, my brother from another mother? Beam me up. Guys, with the guys, make it. Come the board, that's what you're doing. The has connected. And you, the man, the X. America. The mothership has connected. Welcome aboard. It's the four-hour black hole block party. DA with you from the CBS Sports Radio studios in New York City. Broadcasting to affiliates nationwide and north of the border. Anchorage to Atlanta. Billings to Birmingham. Kalamazoo and Waterloo. We are on the air. They listening, DA. Everything we saying, DA. Everything. How are we doing, everybody? Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate you dropping on by. Good show coming up for you this morning. You guys know my infatuation with Ellie De La Cruz, the Cincinnati Reds five-tool phenom. This kid is just outrageous. He has a feel for the moment. He's got every possible athletic advantage I think any infielder has ever potentially had. Speed, power, height, size, range, everything. We'll talk to Red's voice, John Sadak, about Ellie and about a resurgent Reds team that's selling out the ballpark. How about this? Coming up, hour number four. In 20-minute sound check, in 40 minutes, a Wednesday staple, champ and chump. We start in football, where the Minnesota Vikings cut bait with one of the more productive running backs in the NFL, Dalvin Cook. After last year, the Vikings winning the division, hosting a home playoff game. Instead, this year, they said, Cook ain't worth it because we don't want to pay him the running back fee. Rather save that money for elsewhere on the team, and that means Dalvin Cook is available. Now, Cook, again, wildly productive. What price you can get him for is the question. But who's in on Dalvin Cook now as a free agent? It appears at least one of those teams is the Miami Dolphins. And Dalvin Cook, originally a Florida guy, went to Florida State from the state. So... The Dolphins reportedly have given an offer to Dalvin Cook. Out of all of the teams that have shown interest, 
The Dolphins reportedly have given him a contract offer. Should Miami make sure they lock up Dalvin Cook in a, in a hyper-competitive AFC? It is where we begin, your cold open. It was an issue because, like, you never knew the certainty of my shoulder. Like, you never knew if it, if it had come out or not. I kind of had a plan in my head of how to, you know, get through a season. And it's always in the back of your head when you take any carry. Like, when you get the ball, it's always in your head. Like, my shoulder could possibly come out. Like, now I could be Dalvin Cook back to Florida State, Dalvin Cook, and just turn it loose. It's be me. It's the most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. That was Cook describing his shoulder injury. Tom Pelissero, NFL Media, has said the Jets, the Broncos, and the Patriots have all shown interest and that he does have multiple offers. But the Miami Herald is reporting the Dolphins are one of those teams that are at the forefront of interest, that they have also been one of the squads who have offered Dalvin Cook. Now, note that Cook mentioned the Jets and Dolphins specifically calling the Dolphins, since he's a Miami native, a, quote, natural fit. I don't think the Dolphins have to get Dalvin Cook to be winners this year. I think the Dolphins are good enough, and they showed that last year through the first two months of the season, three months of the season. They were right in the playoff hunt. They were in the playoff hunt right to the very end and were the number one seed in the AFC through 10 games that obviously made the postseason last year as a wild card team, but had their backup quarterback, Skyler Thompson, to that wild card loss to the Buffalo Bills. I don't think they have to have Dalvin Cook. It's a good running back depth chart, maybe not a great one, They've got Raheem Mostert. They've got Jeff Wilson. They're good, maybe not great, but they can be fine. The bigger question about the Dolphins is not, do they need Dalvin Cook? It's, can their quarterback stay healthy? Tua Tungavailoa. When Tua was healthy last year, they were one of the best teams of the AFC. When he wasn't, the end of the season, they kind of came apart. And that was probably the difference in them winning that game in Buffalo versus losing that game. They were pretty close. It wasn't much of a contest early, but they closed the gap late, and it was a one-score game on the final possession. But I do think that Dalvin Cook is, if you can get him on a contract which has little risk to you, you don't want to give him guaranteed money for multiple years, if he wants to play in Miami because he's from there, and you have touches to give him, then absolutely you go out and do it as long as you don't have to pay him cash beyond this year because that's the big question. You don't want to be locked into his shoulder. You don't want to be locked into an aging running back. You don't want to be locked into a guy that has a lot of touches over the course of the first part of his career. But the Dolphins would be silly not to reach out and, and be interested, not give him a contract offer because if you add Dalvin Cook to an already dynamic offense with Tua, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and the rest of those guys, you could be really a next-level type of offense. And in the AFC, what is it going to take to truly be a great team? Note the three teams in the division that have shown interest and or offers to Dalvin Cook. Dolphins, Patriots, Jets. Chasing the Bills in the AFC East. So if you're the Dolphins, you've got to get out of your division, which include the Bills, 
You've got to look at the AFC West with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. In the AFC North, the Ravens should be back, considering Lamar Jackson is back, and the Bengals are clearly contenders. In the AFC South, the Jaguars took a big step forward last year. It's a brutal AFC. So, yeah, if you're the Dolphins and you can lock in Dalvin Cook, you definitely do it knowing it's a it's a benefit to your offense and try to get your way out of the division to make a run. But I don't think it's mandatory. I think if they swing and miss with Dalvin Cook, it's okay. Miami should still be very, very good this upcoming season, assuming their quarterback can be healthy. And that's a big assumption. Let's face it. 855-212-4CBS or on Twitter, DA on CBS. It has become rote. It has become cliche to just say, wow, can you believe Shohei Otani? Have we ever seen anything like this? Haven't seen anything like this since Babe Ruth. But we really should pause routinely and note what the hell is going on because it still defies belief. Last night, Shohei Otani hit two home runs. He also struck out 10 batters. He was the starting pitcher last night for the Angels, and he hit two home runs and struck out 10 as the Angels get the win last night, 4-2 over the White Sox at home. Shohei as a starting pitcher this year is 7-3 with a 3-0-1 ERA. Last night, he went 6-3, gave up only one earned run, struck out 10, and walked 2. I'll say that again. Shohei went 6-3 last night, scattered four hits, gave up one run, struck out 10, Walk two. So a 10 to 2 strikeout to walk ratio. It gives him his seventh win over the year. He's seven and three with a 302 ERA. So about midway through the season, he's on pace for about 15 wins and a three ERA as a starting pitcher. He hit two home runs last night. They win 4 2. So the Angels scoring comes from Shohei's solo home run of the first. A Fletcher Fielder's Choice RBI, a Mustakis RBI single, and another Shohei solo home run. So two of the four runs come on Shohei bombs. Shohei has now hit 13 home runs this month. Shohei, again, has 13 home runs this month. And we're now again... About halfway through the season, so go ahead and double some of these numbers if you just want to extrapolate it. Shohei has 28 or 29 homers. He has 28 home runs. So Shohei is now on pace for 56 home runs and 15 wins and a 3 ERA is a starting pitcher. Uh, what is going on? 
And he's had amazing seasons, obviously, to this point in time. And we debated this at the end of last year. Should he just be the MVP every single season? Because even if Aaron Judge does what Aaron Judge did last year, if Shohei is 80% of the best hitter in the game and 80% of the best pitcher in the game, how is it possible anybody could be more valuable? This dude is on pace for more than 50 home runs. In an era where, I know Aaron Judge did it last year, but it's not the steroid-induced, crazy, inflated home run numbers anymore. He's on pace for 50 home runs and is their ace. (laughs) Their starting pitcher ace. I don't know. I would imagine if Bogus at the Plate was still a thing, Mm. that every podcast, every week, was it a weekly podcast? Uh, I believe so, yeah. (laughs) Or bi-weekly. No, it was definitely weekly. One time it might have been twice a week, but it was definitely weekly. Primarily a weekly baseball podcast. Yes. If we were still doing Bogus to the Plate, if you didn't lead with Shohei every week, you'd have to include Shohei every week. There'd be a cleverly named Otani segment at least every single time. It's time for Bogus at the Plate. Because I love the guy. I mean, you're preaching to the choir here, and I'm never going to let anybody, like, slouch on understanding what's happening here. How do we understand it? You can't. I mean, that's. I think that's the message. Like, it's not supposed to be like this. And I know we had a very heated MVP conversation last year between the three of us comparing Aaron Judge and Otani, and Judge's injury has taken him off the table. But again, like, he hits like Judge, and then he pitches like an ace, and Judge stands in the outfield. And plays a good outfield, that's fine, but like, there's just there's no way to compute that, and he plays every day. He's not taking multiple days off a week to rest for pitching. He pitches, maybe the next day he's off, but he goes back to DH and he just hits, and he's crushing the ball, and it's just every single day there's some kind of new anomaly, combination of this, passing that guy, no one's done this since 19-whatever. It's just, it defies explanation. And last year, the combination of Shohei and Judge for the MVP race was a was a fun debate because Judge was having a historically great year. Right. Arguably the greatest offensive year of all time because he hit more than 60 home runs and also his batting average and RBIs right. were huge. Let's just take that off the table just because that was also kind of an anomaly type of season. Shohei every year is putting up bonkers offensive numbers. Yeah. If he has more than 50 home runs this year and more than 100 RBIs, which seems pretty likely, and also wins 15 (laughs) games right, and goes deep into games, I just don't know how you can even begin to compare him to anybody else that has played since Babe Ruth, but Babe Ruth really wasn't great at both at the same time. No, I mean, it very quickly became just Babe Ruth the hitter. There have been, and some of these things have popped up at times, there ha- there were more comparable players in the Negro Leagues that both pitched and hit mm, and, and did well. Reason. But he, but it, it's just, even that is 80, 90, 100 years ago. It, no one alive has seen this. Like, just like, no one alive has seen this. He's going to have 56 home runs. Yeah, he leads the majors with 28 right now. He had 13 this month. Mm-hmm. And he's their ace. <laughs> yeah. How how could that be? And they're Take finally that. And they're finally good-ish. They're finally good-ish. So we might see him in the playoffs. We might see them manage him in the playoffs. We might see him do this kind of nonsense in the playoffs, which would be amazing. That's why if the Angels ever wanted to trade him, 
or were willing to trade him. I really don't know what the trade package would be because you'd have to basically give up twice the amount of prospects and resources and assets that you would get for one half of who he is. Right. I mean, the Juan Soto trade's a starting point, and they, the Nats got Mackenzie Gore, who's their second best starter right now, C.J. Abrams, who's their starting shortstop and a good young player, and I think the two best players are still minor leaguers, and there, and it was three other players involved. So you have to start there and then add on to that. Because Juan Soto isn't an ace. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Oh, boy. And Shohei. Did you see last night? His second home run last night came, I think, with two outs, and he was still pitching. So as he's coming back to the dugout, he's giving hand gestures to say, I can't do our home run thing. They have this, like, samurai helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they gave it to his interpreter, and he just held it and walked down the line to celebrate and said, well, Otani ran off the field, so I guess, to reset into pitching mode. It's unreal. Shohei, last night, two home runs and gets the win in a 4-2 victory by throwing six and a third. When we come back, we got sound check your best audio of the day. Speaking of, Angels manager Phil Nevin on the Shohei dynamic and... Sounds like one country music superstar has joined me in our Big Apple embargo. DA, CBS Sports Radio. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. CBS presents this program in color. An educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in. They can fire you, but they can't eat you. And they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. The audio you need to hear. It's DA Soundcheck. And welcome back. You can always listen to the DA Show on hundreds of affiliates nationwide across the CBS Sports Radio Network and also on Sirius XM Channel 158. Soundcheck begins with Angels manager Phil Nevin after we were just talking about this. Shohei hits two home runs and throws for six and a third, gets the win, strikes out 10, walks only two, gives up only one earned run in a 4-2 Angels victory over Seattle last night. I think we come in here a lot and to talk about it, it's 
you know, it's it's a wow factor. Uh, I think what's cool is watching, you know, new guys come in like Moose and Eski here today. Like they see this and <laughs> they're in amazement, right? And we all are. It's just for the first time to see it. And, um, you know, the performance today was was incredible. It's amazing because for essentially the better part of a century, 100 years, every baseball player ever has been told, you got to pick one of the two because you can't be good at both. It's not possible to be good enough for the bigs in both. So if you're a hitter and you also pitch for your little league team, for your high school team, for your travel team, they're like, yeah, you're going to have to only hit because you just can't do both and get to the bigs. And if you're a good hitting pitcher, like a Granky, like a Madison Bumgarner, like somebody else, they're like, you should definitely not practice hitting because you're not going to be good enough to hit in the bigs. So just make sure you just worry about pitching. And now 100 years of conventional wisdom in baseball has been thrown out the window because one guy is awesome at both. Doesn't seem to be hurting either part of his game. Here's Zach Bryan, country music star. That's right. Who over the weekend was holding a show in Philly. No, here. In oh, New, in New, in it was this, in New York. It was in, in Queens. Oh, in, sorry, in a borough outside of yes. where we work. Correct. Oh, this outside was. Outside of flu pork. This was at the home of the National League baseball team? No, incorrect. Well, as well, it was at the former, the original home of the U.S. Open tennis oh. in Forest Hills. I see. Okay, so a little concert venue over there. Zach Bryan, country music singer, who's actually in the state where this football team resides, kind of. They're named after it. Daniel Jones in attendance. He plays for that football team. And Zach Bryan doesn't care what state he's in or what quarterback's in front of him. So that's kind of hard to hear, but Mraz, you can interpret for me the country music portion of this. That was a song that Zach Bryan sings? Yeah, I, I think it was called The Revival. He's going back and forth, so he's up there with Daniel Jones, arm in arm Daniel Jones is on stage. On mm-hmm. stage. Daniel Jones might be a little inebriated. This was something that went viral over the Whoa. weekend. He got paid, and now he's very relaxed Is here. that so? So he's swaying back and forth, and this oh. guy... Ruins the good moment by turning to him, but maybe supporting the good moment for the show and yells, Go Birds. Zach Bryan does. Yes, he does. Is he from Philly? Don't know where he's from. But, but he's I, an Eagles fan. He's an Eagles fan. Rare rare to have many country music stars come out of Philadelphia. True. Right. So I don't maybe a McNabb fan early. I don't know. But he yelled, Go Birds, which maybe he felt more invigorated to do so since, you know, we're a show doing a show from New York that's anti-New York. That's right. So... If you didn't catch this, when we learned of Mraz's relocation, basically mm. the league is relocating Mraz to a, a different radio station, different show. Me Get and the, the A's. Ma- What's that? Me and the A's. Get yeah. the Mayflower trucks. <laughs> That's right. Under cover of night, they brought the Mayflower trucks over to the DA show's offices. They've thrown Mraz's chili costume in there. 
some of his, food. his stained jerseys. <laughs> hey, Bogus, you got to sit there doing nothing. The least you could do is laugh on Mike. <laughs> and they're moving him down the hallway. So I said, you know what? Enough is enough. I know there's plenty of affiliates out there that are like, too much New York, too much stuff from New York, too much, too much. So I'm saying embargo right now. We're not doing any NY stuff around here. I don't care if Pete Schwartz has his Islanders polo on. We're not talking about them. We're not <laughs> identifying them. We're anti-New York around here. Never to be heard from again. We're not doing that green team stuff. We're not doing that big blue stuff either. We're not talking about Buck Showalter's sucky team. We're not talking about injured Aaron George. We're not doing John Sterling getting hit by baseballs in the jaw. Well, well might I, we, we, might do, we might still do that. But we're not doing it. Bob's Bar's in New York, by the way. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. There's but, an expiration oh. date on oh. But for now, there's an embargo. And I stand with Zach Bryan, who is from Oklahoma. Oh, Jalen Hurts. Who's so he's like, a new Eagles fan? I, it's a little... They like the Sam Bradford Eagles, too. It's a little vague on the Wikipedia page here. I don't know how he became an Eagles fan. But anyway... That's it! Oklahoma. We're pro-Oklahoma. We're anti-Big Apple. We're pro-Go Birds. We're anti-Go Big Blue. We're oh. not doing that around here. I remind everybody, download and subscribe to New York Accent everywhere you can get podcasts. This week, we're not doing New York on New York Accent. It's Joe Theismann. <laughs> Embargo lives. <laughs> <laughs> the embargo lives. We're doing villains of New York all summer <laughs> on New York accent. Next week, John Rocker. We're just. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea. You could book yourself a Chipper Jones in a hurry and have a pretty good New York accent. That's right. That's right. We're all anti everything New York around here. So, Pete, sorry. Not to take that polo off. We're you don't want to see what's underneath After it. 10 that's a.m. Really good point. Eastern. That's a, that's, a, that's, a very, that's a very good point. We've also already had one anchor take his shirt off during this week. That's enough. Did Boyle do that? He did. Really? Still hurting about being questioned, his muscle mass yeah. at Bob's Bar. Monday, he yelled into the camera's cap, running the cameras, ripped off his shirt and said, meaty boob, meaty moves, and started slapping him to yeah. show there was no give. There was a, And there was some give. <laughs> The shamrock tattoo was blaring. Wow. So as I was burping AJ, here we had Boyle slapping his moves, going meaty moves. Yeah. He was like Denzel at the end of training day. You got nothing on me. It's how he signed off on Monday. <laughs> that was the ending of the show. <laughs> it was. Wow. The mothership had disconnected itself on Monday. <laughs> like, I'm out, guys. I'll pick you up tomorrow. Wow, so starting, what, July 24th, we have to have a segment called Meaty Moves around Meaty here. Meaty Moves. Where, where Pat Boyle. <laughs> Meaty Move Monday. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> and what would Meaty Move Monday perhaps be? 
Well, that's for the interview process. I don't know. That's I mean, true. I guess it'll coincide with low libido Wednesday as well. <laughs> Interesting. So we'll have potential producers come and we interview them and say, so what would be your concept for Media Move Monday? <laughs> what type of guests would you book? What's your what's your vision for Media Move Monday? Only heavy set guests. Well, I mean, it comes from a place where we were, I wouldn't say disappointed, but we, Boyle did not meet our expectations. So maybe that, it's kind of like a letdown segment. Okay. Like things that did not pan out. Okay. Like we were expecting Boyle to wow us when his shirt came right, off. Right, right, right. And it was impressive, but not as impressive as some were expecting. So, Media Move Monday is things that were hyped up, but ultimately fizzled. Yeah, oh, like, oh, the Padres yeah. are 36 and 39 yeah, on right. Media Move Monday. It's a Media Move Monday. <laughs> I love that segment. <laughs> Scherzer and Verlander, two aces. <laughs> boom, boom. It's a Media Move Monday. You could do the Cowboys wow. every Monday in December. <laughs> 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 the Chicago White Sox have upgraded at manager. <laughs> Meaty move Monday. Uh. Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies have lost three straight. <laughs> Meaty move, move Monday. Monday. <laughs> Get your meaty moves here. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. Back up the nipples. <laughs> I got your fresh meaty moves here. <laughs> Send the meaty moves guy. Caserta's Canadian bacon last week. Meaty move Monday. Honk, honk. Get your meaty moves here. <laughs> Finally, here's the Sixers, Tobias Harris, who knows that everybody wants him out of town. Trade speculation. You know, casual Sixers fans, they'll trade me for a crumble cookie. But at the end of the day, you know, I have to realize, like, you know, it's, you're, you're not getting a 6'9 forward back who can, you know, damn near shoot 40% from three, guard other teams' best best player, uh, shoot post up drive, play 70 plus games a year. Oh, shut up. Oh, talk about feeling yourself, <laughs> my gosh. Wow. I mean, really. Tobias Harris going down his own Wikipedia page. <laughs> and that is your sound check. He says they would trade me for a crumble cookie, and mm -hmm. that sounds like just a generic term, like, oh, they would trade me for a chocolate chip cookie. They would trade me for a crumble cookie, whatever. No, it's a type of cookie. I only know this because I saw how it was spelled everywhere. C-R-U-M-B-L. Mm -hmm. No E. So I looked this up. What's special about crumble cookies? Crumble stands out for its variety and the way its cookies are served, hot and cold, based on which way it would taste best. I'm unaware of this. Sounds like you are very aware of this, Bogues. Well... We have mentioned them more than once on the show because the gentleman to your left once posted a picture online to get into a crumble cookie. Well, and we... I, I was not online. My wife and my son okay. were online. So I, I drove by another time and saw the long line. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he yeah. tagged them to try to cut the line on Twitter. Oh, that well, was the place point, that, that was you the did hope that. at some point. I but, see. Mm. That, I, now I remember you the go story. Different times during the day, the lines are a little shorter. But so this is, is a national chain? Uh, I mean, it's certainly a chain. I don't know how national it is. I but think they were on Shark Tank. Yeah, it's it's newish to the New York area. Yeah. 2021 was the year of the big cookie, so a lot mm. of these places have boomed. And honestly, unlike frozen yogurt, they've stayed afloat, and they're still very popular. Mm. You get them shipped. You can go to these stores. People love a monstrous cookie. Yeah. Frozen yogurt's taking a dive? 
Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if you've noticed. I mean, have you seen a new red mango open in recent years? I haven't. <laughs> 16 handles? Yeah. Blows by me. He's right. <laughs> My 16 handles went, went underneath. Well, that's a shame. Right. I, I really like that business model where you go in, you choose your flavor, can mix your flavor, then add all the candy on top. I knew that these places were doomed the moment they started selling cigarettes and scratch-offs. I knew that the you frozen... you got to move. Are they doing that? <laughs> they were, and they all closed down. Frozen yogurt place, I think people were really taking advantage. There's only so much you can stuff. Then I think the pandemic really killed them because nobody wanted to hover over the candy That's and right. stuff anymore. That did kill frozen yogurt because people didn't want to share the same topping stuff. Exactly. And the same. So we've lost the 16 handles by me, but there's a TCBY that still has a line at the door well, sometimes. I'm, I'm not that's saying, like the original version. I'm mm. not saying that they don't exist entirely, but if you remember, there was like multiple, multiple chains on this, and they were popping up everywhere. I mean, it's like a tumbleweed if you find a frozen yogurt stand anymore. Well, crumble <laughs> cookies is apparently just a northeast thing. So okay. now this is gonna this is only gonna re-enhance my embargo on all things local here. But crumble cookies apparently are a big deal. And how do you serve them hot and cold? I've never had one. I just know of how no. popular they are. Pete? I was brought home a hot one. I have not had a uh, cold it, one. It's just like eating a Pop-Tart. You could choose to have it warm or you could just have a cold, but it tastes delicious. Any cookie? There might be a different variety of ones that they serve that are hot and some that are served that are cold. Yeah. But well, like Sean's right, nothing benefited more from the stay-at-home COVID than these huge cookies. Mm. Like, all of these businesses explore people just having them shipped to their house. They make them at home, and they mail them to you at your home. And comforting, we want to be fatter as a society. Mm -hmm. And they're bigger. They're, like, on the way to being, like, a pie. So you you heat them up, and you almost need a knife and a fork to eat them. I think Domino's started to go down this road, right? Didn't they they do a cookie pie? They did. They did do the cookie pie. The Domino's started to fall there, but it's still very thin compared to some of the bigger, (laughs) thicker ones that that you get. (laughs) That's just an example of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why was Domino's serving cookies? Well, boy, they've really expanded into weird things. I mean, Domino's starting to do everything, right? They just specialize in pizza first, then then expand. They're doing pizza. They're doing breadsticks. They're doing cookies. They're doing breadsticks forever. They're doing wings. They've been doing wings forever. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, they do a lot more than pizza. And are they the one with the papaditas? Probably. Oh, that's Papa John's. Oh, good point. (laughs) And I think Papa John's is better than Domino's. Correct. Okay. Well, at so, least it's got the Schwartz stamp of approval. The crumble cookie. Okay. So I don't know much about <laughs> this, but Tobias Harris said, they would trade me for a crumble cookie. You know what? I may bring in some next week. Oh, that would be nice. No one well, will be here. No, no one's going to be here. No one's going to be here. The fourth. Okay. Um, no, well, I'll be here Wednesday and Friday. I'm off all week. I had to call Bring me off, Friday. I'm here. Yeah. I had to call off my paternity week this week. Because this guy's leaving. Yeah. So we had to try to synchronize more days together. I don't know if that was a good idea or a bad idea. Yeah, leaving to the state north of Pennsylvania. We'll see. Uh, by the way, quick, Rod in Alabama will let us know they have crumble cookie in Alabama. Oh, okay, so good. It's free It's free from the embargo. You All right, the embargo Rod. is up. It's lifted. The embargo's lifted. <laughs> Peter Schwartz is in for headlines. No, what was it, Man Move Mondays? No, Meaty me- Move Mondays. No, Meaty Move Mondays here. <laughs> This report is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycles. We're asking to do a weird waste Wednesday. Yeah, again, I have a weird waste. I got a weird waste. <laughs> Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. We'll start Quack. in Anaheim. And a big night on the mound and at the plate for Shohei Otani. And Otani left his pitching assignment because of a cracked fingernail. Here's a pitch that he hits well out in the left center field. It's tearing deep out there, and this one is out of here. 
back finger now or not. Oh, Tony, the hitter has hit his second home run tonight. That was Terry Smith on Angels Radio. Angels beat the White Sox 4-2. Shohei Otani homered twice on the mound, gave up a run in four hits while striking out 10 over six in the third. As you heard, left the game as a pitcher. That was because of a cracked nail on his right middle finger. Tough guy. Yeah, and if you have some humor in that, you're not alone. Angels manager Phil Nevin with an update after the game. Yeah, his middle finger and... Apparently, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, it's a crack in the middle finger. I'll hold them all up for you. Uh, uh, on his nail. So uh, it's just something we, we'll monitor. Wow, that's a, that's a happy gaggle of Angels media over there. Oh, I don't think they had that many people covering the team. No, that's one thing. And number two is that it's been a miserable slog for how many years of waiting for the next manager to be fired and when are they mm-hmm. going to trade Shohei or trade Mike Trout? And now everyone's happy-go-lucky. They're five games over 500. This is what winning sounds like. Oh. Hey, that's a good one. And yeah, don't throw up that middle finger, Phil. Yeah. Oh. Good times ahead. <laughs> Oh, you laugh. Oh, yeah. Otani became the sixth <laughs> player with 10 strikeouts as a pitcher, two home runs as a batter in a game since the mound moved to its current distance in 1893. Oh, wow. So since 1893, only six players have played the position and pitched at 10 strikeouts and two home runs. That's mind-boggling. You thought Babe Ruth might have done it. How about that? Well, you would think that, but also you would think that there would be just a few pitchers that ran into two home runs on a night that they started. Yeah. Didn't um, Mets pitcher Walt Terrell hit two home runs in a game? I don't know, but the embargo's up, so I can't even research You can't it. comment on that. I, I can't comment. I can't research. But that would be of historical nature based on what Shohei Otani did. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there's still an embargo. There has to be, yeah. Okay. Schwartz having a tough time understanding this Known one. Known as the National yeah. League Orange and Blue Team. Unfortunately, no New York Saints updates either here, Pete. Well, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> um, Fair. I Is didn't get a so? memo about this, so I'm just going to go to New York and a Mets power surge. The 1-1, that's big. No! Long fly ball, deep to left center. It might go. It's gone. Vogelback goes to the opposite field. A two-run homer for Daniel Vogelback. That was Howie Rose on Mets radio. No! Can't say the name. One of four... National Players. League. There you go. Metropolitan Area Club. Man, that's it. There you go. That's good. In a 7-2 win nice. over the Brewers, Brandon Nimmo hit two home runs for the not-so-amazings. Boom. Yeah. like that? Okay. Very good. See, Schwartz, you're a good broadcaster. You can think on your feet. Well, I have to get a memo about these things. We get memos about everything. I know. And, you know. If- I told the guys with. Yeah, you weren't on the memo earlier in the week. The right. screaming and crying from last week didn't uh, send the memo. Well, no, I saw that, but generally when there's a change in the format of an update, we'll, right, be, right. we'll be told by management, in well, this case, you. Yes, <laughs> I'm acting as management. Right? Okay. <laughs> acting manager. <laughs> so, I'm the interim uh, manager around here. Uh, elsewhere, well, by the way, back to the uh, New York, well, excuse me, the Metropolitan Area National League team. Well done. Their owner, Steve Cohen. Tweeted he'll be doing a press conference before tonight's home game against the Brewers. Good boy. And he said, you will get it from me straight that uh, local team has lost 16 of their last 22 <laughs> games. I'm trying to ad-lib off the You're script that I wrote. Okay? Yeah, I like this. And that everybody right. from local team will not be fired. High degree of difficulty here. 
I can get creative with that too. The the team that my wife and my kids root for. Yeah. As opposed to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh. Here we go. Diamondbacks over the Rays, eight to four. You had the A's beating the team that I root for in the American <laughs> League, two to one. Quack. The Ducks. I, I am working their game tonight. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> the Guardians beat the Royals two to one. Guardians manager Terry Francona did not manage the team last night in Kansas City. After not feeling well, he was taken to a local hospital to undergo tests, and he was there overnight. An update is expected today. I want to get to football really quick. Yeah. Saints quarterback Derek Carr spoke to the Sacramento Bee yesterday after the way things ended with the Raiders. You win more games and you keep being productive, you stay there forever, you know? And But we didn't, you know, we didn't we didn't win enough games. And, and that's the kind of stuff that happens with all the turnover of coaches, with all the different things. Eventually, you know, the last guy in the room is usually the last, you know, gonna be, he's going to be out at some point. And Carr also said that once the Raiders made his wife cry, it was pretty much over. I saw that. Like, dude, you didn't have the choice. It wasn't your decision. It was over. I'm not going to ever give them the time of day again. <laughs> they were moving on from you. So <laughs> Enough with the crying, too. Everybody's a crier. I've had oh, it. Oh, look who's talking. I've crying. had it. Yeah, I know. I love the John Tesh in the background, too. Well, the Sacramento Bee had a real buzz in the background. Not funny. It's not funny. It's not. Morty's remixing. Uh, let me close with some sad news from football. <laughs> Former Arkansas quarterback Ryan Mallett, yeah. who played seven years in the NFL, passed away yesterday as a result of apparent drowning in Florida. He was 35 years old. Yeah, really sad. Thank you, Pete. When we come back here on the show, Champ and Chump on a Wednesday morning, DA, CBS Sports Radio. Only one letter separates them, but they're galaxies apart. One is a true winner. One is a pathetic loser. This is DA's Champ or Chump. All right, thanks so much for being with us. DA with you here on CBS Sports Radio. You can always watch us. Check us out on the... CBS Sports app. You can stream us live for free there. You can also stream us live for free on the Odyssey app. Now, the Odyssey app, you can pause, rewind, fast-forward radio. You can listen to our podcasts as well. All of the podcasts of the show, full four hours are the best of the show, plus our arm programming like the PGP, all available inside the app. So check out the free Odyssey app, all places that you get your apps. Hey, your champs this morning on the show... Those LSU Tigers yesterday clinching a, two days ago, I suppose, clinching another national championship in baseball for the SEC. The conference is absolutely rolling right now. They won the last three national championships, the last four, actually, national championships, and six of the last seven, I believe, and had both teams in the national championship final for College Baseball World Series. Plus, add to that the dominance in college football when it comes to Georgia and the Women's National Championship in basketball with LSU. And the SEC is rocking. So right now the conference is home of many, many champions. Many, many champions. And the SEC and LSU most recently are your champs. That's DA's champ.
In baseball, your chumps, high-priced, high-profile payrolls that have become absolute dog bleep. It has happened with the National League team in the Big Apple. It has happened with the San Diego Padres. It has happened with the Chicago White Sox. We have seen a number of squads that were supposed to come into the season with big lineups, big expectations, and big potential completely crash and burn. And I think it's actually a good thing in many ways for baseball to not just have the biggest spenders as the biggest winners. The St. Louis Cardinals are another example of this. They had playoff aspirations and are right now one of the worst teams in the National League. I think it's good when fresh blood rises to the top in baseball, and it's not just the equivalent of spending the most. So the Arizona Diamondbacks, tops of the National League West. The Reds, tops of the National League Central. We've seen the twin to the top of the American League Central. And the Rays, once again, rocking at the top of the American League East. That's good for baseball, but bad for the big spenders around the league. That's DA's chump. Class is now dismissed. When we return, we've got one of the best matchups in the NFL season sent over to Germany. Wait till you hear how long it took to sell out this game. DA, CBS Sports Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.